Welcome to the RCAP USA Roundup, a podcast where we have real conversations affecting both cattle producers and beef consumers. We're your hosts, Jaden Moreland and Karina Jones. With that, let's get to today's episode. Welcome, welcome to the first episode of the RCAF USA podcast. We are so, so excited to start this new platform and continue expanding RCAF's reach and just telling the story of the American rancher. I'm Jaden, and I'm here with Karina Jones, and we're going to be your hosts. Sometimes it'll be both of us, sometimes just one of us, but we wanted to kick things off with just an introduction to us, the podcast, and what we're going to be talking about on here. So as we said in the main intro, this podcast is going to be about having real conversations, not just with cattle producers, but also with consumers too. So it really should be really fun and interesting as we go along. But before we go into more depth about what this podcast is going to be, we wanted to just kind of introduce ourselves. So Karina is the field director at RCAF USA. And so Karina, if you want to give us a quick introduction of what brought you to RCAF and why you are sitting here with me today. I'd be glad to, Jaden. You know, I'm a fifth generation cattle rancher and really I tell people cows and kids is all I know. Growing up, I just couldn't see myself doing anything else but being in production agriculture. I went to college um, down at Curtis, Nebraska, the Nebraska College of Technical Agriculture, and I judged on the livestock judging team and got my associate's degree in ag business. And then I went on to the University of Nebraska-Lincoln and got my bachelor's degree in ag business. But there was really nothing else I could ever see myself doing besides feeding cows, picking out bulls, putting up hay, all the things that we do on a ranch. And so I um, came back here to Custer County, Nebraska to ranch with my now husband. And we've got three daughters, ages 13, 11, and six. And we're living the dream. But um, you know what brought me to RCAF was definitely an interest in policy and getting it engaged in the issues. And you know, cattle producers are my people, and I just want to fight so hard to make sure that it's possible for everyone who wants to continue in ranching to be able to do so. I love that. So what would you say is like the main driver behind you wanting to keep fighting for ranchers? You know, I, I think the main, my main, um, driver behind, you know, what gives me fire in my belly every day to keep fighting for ranchers is one rule America. It's the only life I've ever known, um, except for the two years when I lived in Lincoln, Nebraska, and I just couldn't wait to get out of there every Friday afternoon (laughs) and get back to dirt roads and um, an ocean of grass. And I just, this lifestyle in rural America just has me captured. And then I look into the eyes of my kids and I think it's all that they want to do. And they should be I don't need to make it easy for them to come back to the ranch. I just need to make sure it's going to be possible for them. Okay, Jaden, so tell us about yourself. What brought you to RCAF and what inspires you to keep fighting? So I'm a Texas girl. I am seventh generation Texan, seventh generation rancher. My mom's family has been ranching in West Texas for a long, long time. Um, I just graduated from Texas Tech University in May with an agricultural communications degree. And I've been working for RCAF for about a year and a half now. I started as a summer intern and I guess they just couldn't get rid of me. (laughs) And so I started full-time about a month ago. But so I'm very excited to be 100% in the game now. But what brought me to RCAF actually was, so one of our board members, Shad Sullivan, posted a video that went viral back in about 
May of 2020. And so it just so happens Shad is a family friend of mine. And I saw the video on Facebook and my grandpa saw it and really just was like, you need to look into RCAF. And so I watched the video again and did some research and I was hooked after that. And around that time, all the internships I had applied for were being canceled due to COVID. And so I just went out on, on a limb and sent my resume in, not really thinking anything was gonna happen or expecting anything. And lo and behold, two weeks later, I had a job. And so after that, I fell in love with the organization and the membership and what we're fighting for, um, just because it's we're fighting for our legacies and ranching is in my blood and I'm not going to just sit and watch it fall apart. So that's why I'm here. And that's what brought me here. But also outside of our calf, I work on my grandparents cattle operation whenever I have time, which is not very often anymore, but I go back as often as I can. And I also have a photography business, so I stay busy. But um, I guess enough about us. Let's talk about RCAF. Um, so Karina, tell us what RCAF is and what they fight for and some of their accomplishments, membership, whatever else you want to cover. RCAF USA stands for Ranchers Cattlemen Action Legal Fund, United Stock Growers of America, and we are the largest producer-only membership-based organization that exclusively represents U.S. cattle and sheep producers on domestic and international trade and marketing issues. RCAF members are located in 43 states with almost 5,000 members. And so um, one of our other benefits and strengths and, and something that we value is the more than 23 local and state affiliates that we have. And you can find a list of those on our website. So being the single largest producer only organization, we are fighting to bring back mandatory country of origin labeling. We're fighting to stop anti-competitive practices and unjust practices within the cattle industry. Um, along with other industry issues that we're gonna get more into with every episode on this podcast. So what would you say the difference between RCAF and other cattle associations are? Oh, Jaden, I am so glad you asked this question. <laughs> I feel like one thing that separates RCAF from other cattle associations is one, we represent um, cattle producers only. Two, we don't just want your membership dollars. We value you in the trenches with us, actually fighting along with us. Your voice matters to us, whether you own a bucket calf or a thousand head of mama cows, you matter to us. We want you um, engaged in the fight and the issues with us. I love it. That's why I love our cap is the membership. It's so unique. And the members get to vote on everything and we're directed by our membership. Um, I think another really cool thing about our calf is our board of directors. They are so unique. And so I think there's 14 of them and, you know, they cover the whole country and they represent all these different regions. And these guys are awesome and they work so hard for the industry on top of their own operations. And I know we're, the staff is very thankful for them. <laughs> and I'm sure we will have a few on here um, and they can discuss different things and their operations and such. But, you know, and that's what um, our diverse board really helps represent a diverse cattle industry. We've got um, feedlot owners, 
We've got cow-calf operators, some that operate on public lands, some that operate um, you know, solely on private land. And so it really gives us a lot of different flavors and cross sections of the cattle industry and excellent representation on our, our CAF USA board of directors. So one of the most exciting things about starting this podcast is it's truly a, a representation of what some of our members were wanting. They knew that there was a lot going on in our CAF and we can't always get that um, communicated timely, you know, with a quarterly newsletter. And so the podcast is going to be a great way for us to be able to communicate with consumers and cattle producers alike on issues that are hot and happening right now. Um, you know, I think that one of the things the podcast can do is be instant delivery for communication and also provide life and breath to the issues that our calf is fighting for. And I don't know, just kind of show the personality of our calf USA. What do you think, Jaden? What's this podcast going to bring? So I think the podcast is going to be a lot of interviews with consumers and ranchers and other industry reps just discussing the broad issues of the cattle industry. Um, so I think we're really hoping to engage everyone and educate people. So we can probably will end up discussing anything from MCOOL and the checkoff to a day in the life of a rancher in South Dakota or a day in the life of a rancher in Texas. Um, we could just you know, drought, cattle health, really anything cattle, I think we're hoping to discuss at some point. And the, you know, the other thing is we just want to have conversations that are real. And so like, Karina, what do you think, like, we keep saying these real conversations. So like, what is the importance of having these real conversations in our industry? You know, as I think back to a time in, you know, Marty and I and us operating and knowing the struggles in ranching, I think of big ag media and how they continued to paint a picture for me that everything was fine and rosy and it's just a cycle. And I didn't feel that way on our own operation. My husband and I were having to have some incredibly hard conversations and we felt isolated. But then once you started talking to other cattle producers and shut off the media, it was like, wow, we are all in the same boat. And so um, I guess I'm willing to have those vulnerable conversations to show other cattle producers that they're not alone in the struggle side of the cattle industry, but to also show that we're working very hard towards some solutions and some reforms that could turn this all around. And I want them on our team. You know, I they matter to me and I want them on our team and I want them fighting so that we can all continue in the pursuit of our operations. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think it's so important to have these real conversations because it's true, you're not alone in your struggles on your operation and everybody else is going through either something similar or they've been through it before because as we all know, there's no struggle that cannot happen on a cattle operation. Something is always going on that's either wrong or just hard to deal with. Um, so I guess that brings us to our convention. So we just had our 22nd annual convention in Rapid City, South Dakota, and it was amazing, fantastic. It was awesome. There's some people that are saying it was our best convention yet. Um, so Karina, that was your first convention. How was convention for you? And like kind of describe the tone of everyone there. 
Well, I don't think my feet touched the ground during the entire convention. Yeah, mine either. <laughs> there was just somebody else to talk to, somebody else to meet, somebody else to um, listen to their story. And then, and just the networking was incredible. And so convention was pretty powerful. We talked about a lot of, of you know, incredible industry topics. And I guess one of my favorite things was Senator Mike Rounds from South Dakota popping in with a surprise appearance. And if you haven't heard his speech, check it out on our RCAF YouTube page because it just lit my soul on fire. It was just so empowering. And so Jaden, who was your favorite speaker? I don't know. Rounds was such a fun surprise. And I feel like it was such a good, like extra boost of confidence for these attendees and ranchers and like this, yes, we can do this. And lo and behold, we get an MCOOL bill introduced, you know, a month later. And so I think that was one of my favorite parts, but I don't know if I can pick just one other speaker because they were all amazing. Um, but I will say our keynote speaker, Thomas Horton was amazing on antitrust and um, he's the reason that RCAF got into antitrust. And I just thought he, his speech really kind of explained antitrust in a way that you can understand. Cause I always, you know, you kind of go along and you act like you really know what antitrust is. And then he gave his speech and I was like, okay, I really had no idea what that was. And so I loved, it was really good. And, um, I don't know. Anything else about convention, Karina? Well, from top to bottom, our convention is just so power packed. We start the day on Thursday with Tracy Hunt talking about the global roundtable for sustainable beef. And you just walk away from his speech every year saying, I can't sit still. No, I've every got- year it does it. Like every <laughs> single year. I'm just always like, oh my gosh, <laughs> what is happening? Tracy Hunt will move anybody into action with his information you know and then we have harriet hagman giving an update on the rfid issues that are so important um you know uh then all of our lawyers in all of our cases giving updates on those issues uh margaret byfield we've gotten so much feedback about her 30 by 30 topic really good yeah i really enjoyed listening to her too it's been one of our most popular videos on our YouTube channel. And so that tells us that that is an issue that cattle producers are in property rights. Owners are immensely interested in. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, you can check out every single one on YouTube. That is something that sets our calf apart. We don't keep this knowledge to ourselves. I believe we are one of the only organizations that provides all of our convention speakers for free via a YouTube channel. And so check it out and give us feedback. Let us know what you think. So Karina, what else has been happening since convention? RCAF always stays busy. There's always something going on, but what other things have been going on that you have been working on? Well, ask my family. I have not unpacked my suitcase (laughs) since convention and I feel like I'm living out of my car, but it is so fun crisscrossing across the Midwest, meeting more producers. Bill Bullard and I met up at South Dakota Stock Growers Convention. Um, Their annual convention was in Spearfish, South Dakota. It was a great time to connect with one of our largest affiliates. They are always, you know, moving and shaking. Um, From there, Bill went on to our Wyoming affiliates convention. And I zoomed in to Wyoming um, to give an update on the checkoff. 
We also had materials at the Nebraska State Fair. We're very thankful that, um, that our materials were there. And then at Husker Harvest Days, three days, it, you know, the world's largest all irrigated farm and ranch show. And so met lots of people there. And so you'll just never know where you're gonna find RCAF next because we are everywhere. Yes, and so there is a list of all the events and stuff that we go to on our Facebook page. And also all those convention speakers that we just talked about not too long ago are up on the RCAF USA YouTube channel for those of you who would like to watch. But other than that, I think that is all for today's episode. So if you are as excited as we are about this podcast, please subscribe and be on the lookout for more episodes coming soon. You can visit our website at www.r-calfusa.com or follow us, actually, and follow us, not or, <laughs> on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and YouTube to stay up to date and in the know on all things RCAF. And that's just at R-C-A-L-F-U-S-A with no dash. Um, so thank you. And thank you, Karina, for sitting here on this introduction episode with me. And thank you all for joining us on this episode of RCAF Roundup. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the RCAF USA Roundup. To learn more about RCAF USA, visit our website, www.r-calfusa.com. 